falling unto perfection. Falling unto perfection. Falling unto perfection. And this message I'm going to be ministering is going to be in two major ways. And as such, I will need you to pay keen attention to the word of God. Come on, come on, be with me, be with me, be with me. I will need you to pay keen attention to the word of God I'm going to minister today. Hallelujah. It's going to be two-sided. So if you don't pay attention, you'll not be able to perhaps understand and be blessed by the message. Now, I will want you to... You see, there are many times in our lives, all right, where uh, we want to keep up, we want to let go whatever we are doing, we want to... Uh, we're like, we are tired, we are tired. Like we, want, we, can't, we can't do this anymore. Simply, we can't do this anymore. We are tired. Even there might be some of you who might have had certain uh, burdens over your shoulders currently and it's weighing you down to even a point where you meet people, you even keep them fixed marks. Within you, you don't want to talk about it, but there's something going on within you. There's something that you seem not to understand why it is happening to you, you of all people. You kind of ask God, God, why am I going through all these things? Why do you allow me to go through this thing? Why, why do you make me get to this point? Why? Like, why God? Why do you let this, let this happen in my life? At this time of my life? Some of you are even beginning to even think about your future. Like, how is my future going to be? How is my life going to be? Where do I go from here? And yet, in this falling state of your life, in this lowest moment which you are not destroyed, is the moment that God picks and begins to create something in you with you and out of you. Listen to me. In this falling state you are going to where you want to give it all up, where you feel that, Charlie, I can't take this anymore. Where you begin to think too much about even the future and depression sets in. It is in this state that God begins to create something in you. With you and out of you. It is in this lower state. Because it is a state where you are not killed. It's a state where you are not destroyed. It is just a lowest point of your life. It is just a point where you are falling. Yet God uses this point in your life to create something out of you. Create something with you. And create something in you. But in all these things, it's up to you. Why do God allow people to fall? Why do God allow people to get to their lowest point in life? Why do God allow people to get to a place where it's like a, so I can say a team junction where they don't know whether to turn to their left or to their right? Why do God allow people for? Why do God even allow his own children whom he loves? Whom he said, I have lost none for their for signs and wonders. Why would God allow his children who are for signs and wonders go through so much trauma? Why? If he's a loving God, why are they are we going through all these things? Why would God even allow people under fall under his power during spirit ministrations? Why is it so? Do people only fall under the power of God because um, their demonic possessed they fall under the power of God simply because maybe they were pushed? Yes, it happens. People get pushed and they fall under the power of God. People even think that they are falling under the power of God. But this doesn't take away the essence of falling under the power of God. Which was specifically and specially designed by God. The book of Genesis chapter 2, the verse 21 to 23. I want you all to open the book of Genesis chapter 2, the verse 21 to 23. 
and we all want to give up. It is in that state that God begins to create things out of us that He makes His beauty perfect in us. He perfects His beauty in that fallen state. He gives us that great idea in that fallen state of ours. Are you here at all? Yet one the duty of the enemy is to make you blind, to see the perfection of his beauty at that moment. Then you begin to think low about yourself. You begin to think that I am good for nothing. What is going to, what am I even going to amount to? In the next two years, what am I going to even do? See my friends, they are this, they are that. Where am I? So the enemy begins to blind you to see the perfection of the beauty of God that he wants to create out of you and makes you see what he wants you to see. So the devil blinds you the children of this woman. So he invites you to see what he wants you to see. You begin to begin to think low of yourself. Then you compare yourself to others. And then you become depressed. And people you are even supposed to have as friends and like, you begin to despise them. Why? Because the enemy begins to blind you and makes you think low about yourself. And things that can even work out, you feel like giving it all out because the enemy makes you feel like there is no way out. It makes you feel it's a dead, a dead end. It, it, but you see, when you begin to allow God open your eyes and give your eyes light, you realize that where you even, where you even are, thinking is a dead end, it's not a dead end. It is God trying to create something out of you. So instead of listening to the voice of the devil and tuning your side to the side of the devil, see through the eyes of Jesus. Tell someone, see through the eyes of Jesus. Before the woman was being created out of the man, the man had to fall down first. The man had to lie down first. He had to sleep. He had to be unconscious of what was going on around him. So currently, there are some of you who are unconscious of what is going on around you. What is God doing at all with my life? You are unconscious of what God is doing. What is God doing at all with my life? One time you want to work, another time you don't want to work. One time you want to work, another time you just want to be your boss. One time you want to be here, another time you want to be here. When God has placed you here in the spirit, the devil makes you feel you are here. You are unconscious of what is happening around you, just like Adam. Adam was in that same falling state, that lowest state of his life, that he was unconscious of what was happening around him. And scripture says in the book of John, that you don't know what I am doing now, but when the time comes, you will understand. You may not know what God is doing with your life currently, and it may seem like people who are supposed to even like you don't even like you. You don't understand. You are unconscious of what is happening. What is the next step? What is my life going to become? Am I going to become a laughing stock? When you see people's statuses, you begin to be like, what is what at all? How long will I continue to pretend that I am happy? How long? You begin to ask yourself so many questions. How long am I going to fake a smile? You begin to ask yourself so many things. Just as you are in the world closet, you begin to ask yourself questions. But you see, in that same moment, God did not need the permission of Adam to put him to sleep. God did not need the permission of Adam to allow him to be fallen. God knows you have fallen. 
God knows you are at the lowest point of your life. But one good thing is that he did not allow you to be destroyed. God knew and he permitted Job to be fallen. And God himself has permitted you to be fallen currently. God has permitted you to be at your lowest state of your life when you begin to think too much. It is God that permitted it. He did not need your permission first to ask you, will you like to go through this test or not? He just permitted it himself. Why did he permit it for Adam? Scripture says he saw man in child. Man was alone. And he said, it was not good for man to be alone, for I will make him a help meet. So for God to have allowed you to have fallen in this thing or to have been in sleep, it means that he has identified a need that must be met. God identified a need in the life of Adam. And then he placed him in a falling state, in a sleeping state, in an unconscious state of what is happening around him and even him. There's a reason why I'm ministering slow so you can understand what I'm saying. So there is a reason why God allowed Adam to be in that state simply because he was in need. And even sometimes that need that he was in need of, he did not know it. There are things you need currently that you don't even know you need it. And yet God sees that need for this stage you are in and place you in a state of fallenness. Where you fall. I'm not talking about maybe falling the ladder, I'm talking about a state where you are at your lowest point. Where you begin to think too much, you begin to ask so many questions. Where it's like, even, even the plan you have for your life, you're not even halfway. That falling state, God himself allows you to be there. Do you think God is not aware of the questions you ask him? Do you think he, he did not see the other day when you were walking, you were thinking, and you were talking to him? He, he, oh my goodness. When, when you took the stroll alone and you, just, you were just thinking about your life and all that, you think he wasn't there with you, he wasn't with you. <laughs> <laughs> when we're in the sofa and you cross your leg and just push your leg down and you just think you what you tell you about it, tell you but I tell you, you know what, your mind is not going to tell you, I just think you think he wasn't there with you he was there with you, that's how come he has sent me to make you know that he, he is aware of your falling state but he has to, he placed you there because he has seen you in need he has seen you in need you will not see, Adam did not know he needed a woman he didn't, he didn't know he was missing something until God saw that he was in need. And God himself placed him in that sleep. Just like Adam, God doesn't need your permission to, to allow you to be at your lowest point. All he needs is that he needs to see a need. He needs to see a need. If God hasn't seen a need, he will not put you at that stage. So understand that in that stage you want in currently, it is God who has allowed you to be there. To create something in you, with you and out of you. Oh, I thought you shout glory. Right. Because in the state you are in currently, it is God Himself who has placed you there to create things out of you. It is God Himself. He necess- necessitated that particular state of yours because He wants to create things out of you. But what then does God want to create out of you? What does God even want from you? And scripture begins go ahead to say that and when woman was created out of Adam. Adam said that when he saw the woman, he said, this is the bone of my bone, the flesh of my flesh. Adam could not even believe it himself that this thing could be created out of him. So what God is doing with you currently, when he's done with you, you can't even believe that this can't even come out of you. You know, some of you don't even know you are that strong. 
You know, until something happened before, you know, am I that strong? Like, could, could I have achieved all these things? Hallelujah. Like, am I the one? If I look at my life, I enter my room every day, when I open the door, I look at what I have done by God's grace. I keep saying thank you, Jesus. I'm too proud of myself for what God has done in my life. What about you? In the state you are, even at my lowest, I can't thank you, God. When you know, I told I was going to walk out of this earth, I kept thanking. That was the thing I was doing. I was just thanking God for what He has done. And you see, in this thing, the enemy he only blinds us to be ungrateful. He blinds us to be ungrateful. And then the only thing we do is to ask questions and then complain. What about the things he has done for us before? What about the, the bridges he has allowed us cross? You think he's oh let me be respectful of but you, you think God is too dumb enough that he will cross you make you cross a, a bridge and leaves you halfway? You want to think like the Israelite that God will just take you out of Egypt and then place you on a Red Sea and just leave you there? And you think he cannot pack the Red Sea for you? The fact that you cannot see the boat doesn't mean God cannot work out a miracle for you. Are you with me at all? Are you with me at all? God allows us to get to this lowest point of our life because he wants to create something out of us. Just like Adam. He placed him in this thing at his lowest point of his life and he created something out of him. But actually, so what is God creating out of you? What does God want with you? What does God want to do with you? In this season of your waiting, what does God want from you? That's what I'm supposed to be asking him. Don't be blaming him for anything that's happening to you. What does God want from you? What do you want me to do, God? What do you want from me? What am I supposed to do at this point of my life? These are the questions we have to be asking God. And then when we find it, it will end that season very early. But if you don't find it, we will keep knocking that season. What does God want to do with you? What does God want to create out of you? What does God want to use you for? In this season of your lowest point, what does God want to perfect in your life? What does He want to perfect in your life? What does He want to want to make beautiful in your life? That He has allowed you to go through this stage of your life. What does God want you to do? Anytime a man or a woman falls under the power of God, either in life or even in church, it is simply an indication of the man yielding himself or herself to God for creation. If anyone falls under the power of God, either in life or even in church right now, when we begin to have certain administration and people begin to fall under the power of God, it is men yielding themselves unto God for creation. So then you say sometimes, we pray for people, we don't even touch them, but we stretch out our hands by God's grace and they fall under the power of God and they, they fall and they are asleep. Yeah, sometimes people feel the same thing. People will be like, who puts us down? Who casts us down? Why are we? No. It's not that they want to sleep. The sleep was imposed upon them. I remember one of those days when we were using, we were having our services on the Saturdays. 
and we're having this um, spiritual ministrations and prayer more often. And then one of the days, uh, Mr. Rosamond came for a service. Then she was invited me one, two times. She came in. One of the services were bring people who want to speak in tongues. It's a miracle aspect. The power of God hit her. She began to behave uncontrollably. She doesn't know what was she because she was behaving uncontrollably. She fell out of the power of God and she was just laying there. Now, guess what? After that service on that Saturday, she didn't come to see me. The next Saturday, when she came, she came to see me and she said, Bishop, what did you do to me? <laughs> she couldn't understand what has happened to her. Like, it, it, is, it is unlike her to have been behaving like that and have fallen under the power of God and she, can't do, she couldn't control herself. She couldn't do, she was unconscious of what was going around. They said, Bishop, what did you do to me? I was like, I didn't do anything. Because I didn't even touch her. The power could just hit her. I was just leaving. And something happened to her. Bishop, what did you do to me? I remember every building. It wasn't me, it was God. But I'm trying to say, in that moment is a moment of creation. It is in that moment that God begins to create things out of you. And in that moment right now, she has twins. I don't want to give her our hands to God. In that same moment, she has twins. In that same moment. It is God creating things out of us. So in this moment, what is God creating out of you? In this moment, when it seems like you are not in control of the things that are happening around you, what is God trying to create out of you? Or we always think it's someone doing us. No! Is God Himself allowing? Usually, that person has a medium to allow nothing to happen to you for creation. What is God doing in you? Why has God allowed you to come to this lowest point of your life? Why has God allowed you not to even make profit as you're supposed to make profit? What is He trying to do with you? But what is God doing with you? What is God doing with you? You see, it is in this moment where we fall, either whether spirit ministry or even in life, but God begins to work things out of us. When God begins to perfect things out of us, what is God perfecting in you? Have you fallen in life? Have you, do you feel like you have come to the lowest point of your life? In that moment, God is beginning to bring things out of you. You don't need to be demonic possessed before you can fall under the power of God. No, no, no. People who fall under the power of God are not always the people who are demonic possessed. No. Yeah, there are instances where people can fall under the power of God when they are demonic possessed, like um, the man uh, of the Catalonians, where he had a legion possessing him, 12,000 demons possessed one man. And then when he saw Jesus Christ, he began to lay down and began to manifest. He said, Jesus, why have you come? Why have you come to torment me? Why have you come to destroy me before our time? He lay prostrate and he was manifesting, and then he was asking God questions. Why have you come to destroy us before our time? Then after that, Jesus casted the spirit out of the man into the pigs. In his fallen state, when the spirit was casted out, what then happened? When the spirit was casted out quickly, he became perfect. He became when he was falling and he was manifesting and he didn't know what was going on in his life and things were seen to be, but he was cutting himself uncontrollably. 
blood was frozen out, he was still cutting himself. He was born in chains by a tree, and yet they can still break the chains. Are you with me at all? Some of you might be confused by this moment, but it is in this moment that when God appears and he casts that spirit out of you, beauty and perfection comes into your life. Oh, are you here at all? Beauty and perfection comes into your life, but he must allow that thing to, to go on in your life for a moment. It must not overstay. It must be for that moment. And when Christ appears, it goes out. Scripture again talks about a woman with the issue of blood for 12 good years. 12 good years she was suffering with the issue of blood, with that stigmatization, not being able to come in the midst of crowd. But Scripture said, when she laid down and she touched the hem of the garment of Jesus, that demon that was perfected there came out of her. And suddenly within her, she knew she had been made perfect. She knew she had been made beautiful. In that same moment, in that same moment, she just needed to just lay prostrate and touch the hem of the garment of Jesus with faith within her. But when she stood up, oh my goodness, she was perfect. Blood wasn't flowing anymore. Blood wasn't falling anymore. But at first, she had to go down. She had to go down first. Before Jesus Christ had to resurrect, he himself had to go down. Before he could defeat the devil and then give us the keys of life and then he had to himself to go down first. Because he went down and fought the devil and made a public spectacle of him first down that he came up. So if you are you think you are going down in life, if you think your finances is going down in life, if you think your marriage, your relationship is going down in life, you think your emotional state is going down, you think your business is going down, you think your academics, your education is going down, whatever you think you think you are doing that is going down in your life, understand that it is a moment of creation. It is an opportunity for God to begin to perfect and make things beautiful in your life. Are you with me at all? Are you with me at all? It is a moment of perfection. It is a moment of beauty. A moment of creation. God is going to create things out of you. And that is why, you see, not only, only about demons, there are times where we ourselves need to even go down on our knees and even allow ourselves to fall under the power of God. When I pray for you, don't resist the prayer. It is a moment of creation. It's a moment of creation. Some people don't want to fall under the power of God because what? Maybe they are weak in the form. So when you are, you are laying hands upon their head, they are not being conscious of what God wants to create in them and use them for. They are conscious of their weakness that are weak will fall down. If you are going to lay prostrate on the, on the altar of God, kneel on the altar, they are concerned that their dress will get dirty. Their dress will scramble. So if my dress is scrambling or is dirty, when will I go from here? If I go outside, people say my dress is dirty. Is it about what people will say or what God creates in you as you fall prostrate? Some people don't want to dance in church anymore. They don't want to do things in church anymore. Why? Because they feel I'm a big boy, I'm a big girl, I have certificates, I have this. They don't, they don't want to dance in church because maybe they might sweat. They will sweat. I am bishop by God's grace. <laughs> I'm a pastor that's from God's by God's grace. But when it comes to certain moments in church, I don't take it lightly. Worship, praise, you will see me on my knees. You will see me praising God. You see, bishop or pastors are expected to behave in a particular way. They're supposed to be straight, straight. When it gets to those moments, I forget it. I know it's a moment of creation. So you will see me dance. Even when I'm weak, I will dance. 
I will dance, I will praise God, I will kneel down. Why? The moment I go on my knees, I know it's a moment of perfection. When I dance, God is speaking. You might just see him be your bishop is fun, bishop where they is a no. I'm getting information. My spirit is open now to God. Scripture says the other day that the angels of God appeared unto Abraham. And when Abraham saw the angels afar off, he knelt them because he saw them as God. He knelt them before the angels because he saw them as God. And before the angels left, they had prophesied over him that your wife will receive, will conceive. And when the angels left, Sarah conceived. Are you with me at all? But he first had to give reference to the messengers of God. Angels are messengers of God. He first gave reference to the messengers of God by going down. I can't be prophesying to you or preaching to you in your house in your pocket. No. You know, you see, it's not about me. It's about the reference to God. I can't be teaching and you are distracted. No. It's about reference to God. Because anytime I'm teaching and I'm speaking, it is God speaking to you. I am the mouthpiece of God to you. I am the messenger of God to you. When I'm prophesying to you, you ask how you forget. You can never, you can live posture. You can be excited. When I'm prophesying to someone, it might not be you. Be excited and some worried. Do you understand? Because you are giving reference to the word of God, the message of God. And when God sees that you value his words, he gives you more. He gives you more. That's what they said. said if a man of God eats in that camp, I average. If a man of God eats and he's full, then he can prophesy from his bones. Are you with me at all? Why do you think is that? It's because you have given him honor, you have given him respect, you have honored him, and out of that, he gives you more. Just last Sunday, there was someone who came to see me with her tithe, and as she came to see me with the tithe, even though the tithe wasn't mentioned on the altar, she came. And we spoke, we spoke. I said, okay, now let's pray. So she was talking to my wife, I said, no, let's pray. When we prayed, I held her hands. God began to open my eyes, I began to pray. And as I was praying, I was prophesying to her. And I said this, and this, and this, and that. And when I was done, she opened her eyes and said, Bishop, I wanted to tell you, this one is supposed to happen tomorrow, like tomorrow, this, and this, and that. <laughs> Tell me, God spoke. That's what you are telling me. Because we are finished talking. The moment I'm done praying with you, you are gone. I think when I want to tell because now God has opened my eyes to see. It is in that moment, you see. Don't, 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 don't disregard any moment. Don't disregard any moment. Yeah, this is why we pray for you. Not pray for you. Because Bishop is hitting some things. I am hitting some things once I'm praying for you. Yet you've not discussed it. It wasn't part of the things why you came to see me, and yet I'm hitting it. Are you there at all? Are you there at all? This, this is God speaking to you. And you must give reverence to the voice of God. I, 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 we can't be in worship, we can't be in prayer, and me hearing from God for you as your shepherd, and I'm on my knees, and you are, you are just there, I sit down, and you are, you are standing. The moment when you worship, you are worshiping God, and your shepherd is on his knees, all of you must be on your knees. Are you there at all? You are, it's not to be shuffle, it is to God. Reverend, because when you go, see, we have the autumn for the, the, the chief uh, in Ghana and the Asante Kingdom and all that. When another king is going to greet the man and his subordinate Aoji, when this king bows, you bow. Even when the president of Ghana is going to the man, he bows. The president of Ghana goes to the man, he bows. 
And all other people that follow the present must equally bow. So if your shepherd bows down to God because he's hearing his father, you are standing. There are things where God sends angels to Daniel. And when Daniel sees the angels, scripture says he falls down onto his feet. When a messenger comes to you, there is a need for us to fall prostrate. There is a need to be on our knees when an angel of God comes up to us. Even if it's not an angel, even if it's a man of God, there is a need for us to go down. There is a need for us to open up our arms to receive. Are we here at all? There is a need for us to go down. Tell someone there is a need for you to go down. Tell them, master the act of going down to perfect yourself. In the moment where we fall prostrate before God, it's a moment of creation. It's a moment of perfection. So you should find it easy to kneel down in worship. Are we here? Do they not feel like kneeling? So let me just stand. Be glorified. You're watching yourself. Yet in that same moment, God can speak. There are things that we can use to trigger the heart of God. It is normal for people to be lifting up their hands in worship. But it is abnormal in a way. It gets to to do now. I don't have to know the song. I don't have to feel certain level of power before I kneel down. I kneel down because I must go down. What because of the song? I go down in reverence to God. In reverence to God. As I do that, I receive so many information. I'm teaching you right now. So, that's one reason why I don't even wear shorts. But if I remove right now my trap, you will see that my knees are black. Because I wear trap, I'm fed. But my knees here, they are black. My knees are black. No, I kneel down in prayer. Even in my own room. I don't only kneel in front of you here. Like your prayer request right now, it's in my it's on my prayer altar. I am kneeling and praying over them every time. And in that moment of kneeling, God speaks easily. Why? I have gone down. I have made myself solo for the 24 elders. They prostrate before him and they remove their crown. Almighty, who was always in this to come, and the moment they lift up their eyes again, the man, the, the, the man we will call God has changed his complexion again, he has changed his glory again, and they are necessitated to go down again and worship. When they go down, they fall down to worship God again. They come up, the man, a glory has come again. He they go down again. Do you know the number of glory you receive the moment you go down? Going down is a moment of perfection. So in this state, you are in where you think you are down. Don't see it as I have come to the dead end. Maybe, maybe I am in. No! See, it is the moment of perfection for me. It may look as though I am lost in life, but it is the moment of perfection for me. It's a moment of perfection for me. I have been perfected. The moment we go down in life, come on. Don't, don't cry. Don't worry. I have been perfected. If business is going down, your business is being made perfect. You want more? See it the way God wants you to see it. Don't see like how the enemy wants you to see it. If anything is going down your life, it is God wanting you to be perfect. He's perfecting it in your life. Anytime Daniel goes down, scripture says when Daniel is fasting, he goes down on his knees, he opens the window to a particular direction. And then when he goes down his knees and he prays, God begins to speak. God begins to speak. How was Daniel able to shut the mouth of the lion? 
The man always prays on his knees, on his knees, on his knees, on his knees. Learn to go down. I still lie down in my room. I lie down and I pray. Don't feel too big to lie down. Don't worry about a dress. Don't worry about a dress. We will wash it. Don't we wash it? Wash it. Even if it is white, we will wash it. We will wash it. Let them how to feel an ease to lay posture before God. Let nothing stop you from laying down. We can be prophesying to God, of God. A true man, anytime a true man of God is prophesying to you, not only bishop, not only the fastest, anytime a prophet, a prophet is prophesying to you, don't just stand there anyhow. Receive, open up your arms, kneel down, do something. It, it keeps reference to the message of God. You are angry the word God is bringing to you, and when God sees that, He opens the spirit of the man of God more. Scripture says we see in part and we prophesy in part. In other words, we speak in a particular aspect of your life, but in that same aspect, as we are speaking, God can open us up to another person. You know, there are some things I have been prophesying to you, and once I'm prophesying to you, um, I mentioned, I, I call someone's name, I pick the person, what is saying this, and they all understand here, I pick another person. How do you think that once God is speaking to me about you, He's speaking to me about someone else? How? Once I'm speaking to you, someone is receiving, their spirit is opening up, and God quickly opens up my spirit to pick them up. I bring them up, and everything is equal. Are you here at all? Are you here? There are things where we could be prophesying to someone and God says someone is here. You bring the person here. They all have like, perhaps their, their day born is the same, or they have something in common. Why is it so? God picks that spirit up. So when prophecy or a word of God comes to someone, don't just be listening, receive it also. Then we say, oh, that prophecy is for Pastor Divine. So Pastor Divine, no, oh, we stop into it. Receive it also. Open up your spirit to it. Learn how to receive the word of God. Prophecy simply is the word of God to man. To man. So what I'm even teaching you is still prophecy. It is my teachings are prophetic teachings. They are divinely given. Are you here at all? It's the word of God to man. So you can't just be there when the message is being given. Be excited about the word of God. I'm not the word of God. Even you as a man, when you go somewhere and you, you feel accepted and celebrated and honored, what do you do? You want to pour your yourself. If you're working in a company that they treat you well, what do you do? You want to give your all. You don't feel difficult, you don't feel tired. If not, you feel frustrated that you want to even leave the company, you want to look for a good company. Sometimes you don't even want to look for a different job before you leave. You leave and you don't care about what will happen to you. What? You are frustrated in that company. But when you are honored in that company, you see, it's not about how much another company wants to give you. It's about the relationship you have in this company, how they are managed. We have a particular friend who, in this season of the COVID-19, since last year till now, that guy hasn't been going to work. He's not working. And he has good working skills, good his competence, good human relation. But you see, the guy is still home. Why? He doesn't want to leave the company he is in because of how the relation, how he has been honored in that company. That this where the, the process starts up in the month of, I think, October, they're supposed to be going to this particular country. So in October, they all gather, they move to China, and then they go to Dubai. The man pays for everything for them. The last time he was going to see his cousin in South Africa, the man paid for everything for him. And because of that, the guy doesn't feel like leaving the company, even if the company is going to struggle currently. He doesn't want to leave. He still wants to stay. Let the company come back up. 
Because what? He has been treated there well. Anytime you treat the messenger of God well and God sees it, he goes down more. He goes down more. It's not about the messenger, it's not about the man of God, it's about God. So you think, so why would God say, bring uh, your tithe into the storehouse and when I see it, I will bless you and I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake? Did you give the money to God? Did you give the money to God? No. No, he didn't give it to God, he gave it to his messenger, his man of God. And when he saw that his man of God has received it, come on, he brings down more. I'm not talking about money here. I'm talking about you equally honoring the messenger of God in your life. Not only the messenger, but the message of God also. Some of you despise the message of God. You don't honor the message of God. So as I'm teaching right now, some of you have already concluded this word is not for me. Maybe it's for someone else. You despise the message. You have determined what is for you and what is not for you. And because of that, your spirit is closed up to even receive more. You will be saying, okay, oh, this one, if this my friend is here, I'm God. They would have been blessed by this message to it is through the air more. Among us for they can, but they've forgotten that it's a word of God for they themselves. So they despise the message in that direction and they don't honor God in that direction and then no word comes for them. So they're in service and either God is speaking to them, they don't know God is speaking to them. Because they think, oh, it is for this, my friend. And that's what most of us do. Most of us do that. And we miss the word of God for our life. Because we don't honor the word of God. But understand again, when in every situation you are in your life, when you feel you are falling, there's a type of perfection. Oh my goodness. I came with a simple message from God to you. That what you are going through, is simply God wanting to perfect you. It's not a time to give up. Tell someone it's not a time to give up. It's not a time to give up. It's a time for perfection. It's a time for perfection. Even the in the book of Matthew chapter 4, the verse 9. I'm concluding. Matthew chapter 4, the verse 9. Satan told Jesus Christ, All these I will give you, he said, if you fall down and worship me. He says, What? All these, even Satan, Satan was telling Jesus Christ, All these I will give to you, only if you fall down and worship me. Listen. So, Satan went out giving all the things of the world and the possessions to, to Jesus without first making him fall down. <laughs> he didn't say, all this I will give to you that you worship me. No. That you will fall down and worship me. The giving comes after you have fallen and worshiped. Oh, are you here at all? So all these God will give to you. God will perfect you when you learn how to fall down and worship and even as you are at your falling state currently, use that state right now to worship him now. And then all this will be given. Oh my goodness. Some of you have already fallen. You might be standing by life currently, you've already fallen. But in that state, use it to worship God and to honor him. Use it to worship God and to glorify the devil. Don't use it to glorify God. Are you here at all? Use it to worship God. Satan, even Satan said he will give to you all of this. How much more God? Satan understood the principle of falling and receiving. When people fall, they just don't fall. They fall and they receive. Learn how to fall. Tell someone, learn how to fall. Learn how to fall. 
but receive. Learn it. Learn how to fall. Learn how to, it's an art of falling. You must learn it. If you don't, if you don't want to think that you're falling, just kneel down. Learn to receive. Learn to receive. Hallelujah. Can we please be outstanding? You must learn to.